You're listening to The Co Show, a father-daughter intergenerational conversation about the subjects that really matter. Welcome to The Co Show, the daddy-daughter podcast that brings you 30 minutes of cross-generational talk. Brought to you by your co-hosts, I am Daddy Co, Tony, and I'm here with my lovely daughter, Tony. (laughs) (laughs) That was so Tony Tony Show. (laughs) (laughs) So you get two Tonys for the price of one. Or no price at all, because this is free. So what we have to admit is that we've had a lot of problems learning it because we know nothing, okay? We know nothing. Well, I know nothing. Tony probably knows a lot more. But I know nothing about podcasting. So we have been really struggling with the technology. And uh, this is, we have to admit, well, first of all, this is episode one of our podcast, but actually it's episode zero, but it's actually zero plus one. Can you explain why, Tony? Yes, because we already did this and technology failed us, so we therefore have to record it all again. Yep. <laughs> so here we go. So uh, the idea of this podcast is to try and give a cross-generational perspective on things. And as it happens, Tony and I are, I just discovered, exactly a generation apart. I was oh. born... Did you know that? No. No. I was born in 1956... And if I've got my maths right, you were born in 1986. No, you've got it wrong. I've got it wrong. 1987. Oh, 87. Why do I always put you older than you are? I hope it's not because of my skin, which is youthful. (laughs) No, you you, you look very youthful. No, it's a generation apparently is 30 years. So so it wasn't quite right, but it's nearly right. Yeah, nearly. Yeah. So it's 30 years. So actually, I was exactly, I, I, was, I was 30 years, my father was 30 years older than me. He died at the age of 93. And uh, you are 30 years younger than me. So the idea here is to have uh, cross-generational chats, because we love talking to each other, don't we, Tony? You, yes. Well, I love talking to you. Uh, sometimes things get a little bit con controversial that's okay (laughs) (laughs) um but um and obviously at this very strange time because when we first tried to do this that was a week ago so we were like what two weeks into lockdown now we're three weeks into the coronavirus lockdown and uh, it looks it's just been extended for a further three weeks and these are the sort of times when you can do things that you never get around to doing. Because we've probably been... How long have we been talking about doing this, Tony? At least a couple of years. Yeah, at least a couple of years. And you just never get time. You never get around to doing it. So now there's some... This is a, a great time. I know people are doing all kinds of things, learning instruments and writing their memoirs. So we're going to try doing a little bit of podcasting, but really more for our friends and, and families. And we'd like to get them involved. But we, as I said before, we don't know what we're doing. so. Any advice from you, dear listener, would be very much appreciated. And whatever vehicle you use to give us the input, um, I normally say comments below or whatever people say, that would be great. So please feel free to 
tell us what we're doing wrong. I'm sure there'll be a lot of those suggestions and maybe even sometimes what we're doing right. Uh, but we would like your ideas. Um, and we discussed, well, we've discussed various things about the way we should approach this, right, Tony? Yeah, we have. What, 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 what decisions have we come to? Well, we chatted about different subjects, for starters. Yeah. Uh, the did. idea of chatting about politics, because obviously our politics is quite different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mine might have moved a bit closer to yours. <laughs> I did think about naming this podcast uh, My Father the Big Fat Tory, but I didn't know how that would go down with you. <laughs> Uh, and then let that's fine. That's, that's absolutely fine. I'm not sure I like the big fat bit, but <laughs> <laughs> big tone, big Tory. <laughs> yeah, I must admit that I'm a bit more right wing than you. I'm a lot more right wing than you. Yeah, but hopefully I'm dragging you further to the to the left. Well, not only you, but I think events probably. Um, yeah. I think we're all learning, aren't we, from this? I mean, it's just such a strange time we're in. You know. I mean, this time that we're in is just going to, I think, just going to change the whole nature of our society, how we think about things, what we do. I think it already is. I, I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. We talked about sort of not getting overly concerned about editing, didn't we? So we're really doing this, I think they call it as live, to make, you know, to make the work as little as possible. Also, it's just more of an informal conversation rather than some kind of like edited media piece. Yeah. Um, and we did talk about the idea of introducing guests as well so that I could bring in some, some uh, like-minded guests of my generation and you could bring in some like-minded guests of yours. Yeah, I think, I think last time we just... Yeah, absolutely. I think last time we discussed this, we, talk, we talked about it as being the wrinklies versus the smoothies. You said that. Yeah. I would never come up with something so ridiculous. So crass. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're def- uh, look, looking at you as I can on the screen, because you're, you're, of course, doing this from Hastings, your lovely home in Hastings, and I'm doing it from my flat in Kensington. Yeah. So how are, I mean, how's, I wonder how things are different in the virus world. In, how are you finding life in Hastings? Um. I would say that um, the people of Hastings are very much respecting the rules um, and, you know, only really going out for their 30 minutes a day. Whereas I know that there's been more problems in London in terms of, you know, police having to go out to the parks and make people go home and, you know, people going out and picnicking. Um, But, you know, life is relatively unchanged in Hastings apart from the fact that it's, it's just really difficult to go food shopping. That's, that's the only real problem. I mean, we're still, you know, we're not coming face to face when we meet people in the streets, really. So can you get things delivered easily or not? Uh, no, not really. I think that's one of the benefits of living in, um, you know, in a busier city is that you have uh, much more at your fingertips in terms. I think people are being quite entrepreneurial right now in London and, and in bigger cities, like even in Brighton. Um, lots of people that were supplying bigger shops are now just doing direct sales. Whereas here, you know, we're still having to physically go to, you know, our closest supermarket, which for me is Morrison's. And it's just, it's just a nightmare. You know, people don't understand the process in which you go in and you leave two meters space and you go around clockwise and just people just aren't getting it. Um, so actually going out food shopping is the scariest part of what's going on right now. Yeah. You know, if we get food yeah. delivered, you know, we'd be doing 
it w- everything would be a lot easier. But yeah, we find. The- no, go, you go ahead. You go ahead. I was going to say the best thing that's happened to us in Hastings is the sense of community because mm. someone on our road uh, wrote like a newsletter and started up a Facebook group so that we could pinpoint who the vulnerable people were on our street and ensure that they have food and ensure that their needs are looked after. And it's meant that, you know, Tom and I have obviously moved to a new area in the last year and we now know everyone on our road. And yeah. that's lovely. Yeah. How about well, you? Well, yeah, the, the, first of all, the shopping is is now easier because we can get Ocado deliveries. Uh, whereas when it first started, Ocado and all everybody just stopped doing deliveries because they, or they couldn't take any more customers or couldn't take any more orders. And then it was it was a nightmare going shopping. Like you're saying, that's the biggest challenge for you. So that has eased off because now we we've, we've actually got we've actually been able to set up Ocado deliveries for the next three weeks. They've they've done that for their regular customers, which is which is a, a huge help. But the big thing um, about the way you were saying about the way people are behaving, and you felt that people weren't behaving themselves quite so well in terms of social distancing in London, that is just a huge problem. And we go out um, we go out for a walk every day, and it's so stressful. In, in because it's mainly young people and actually you know one of the topics that we do actually discuss when we come to our actual episodes when they are topic specific i mean one of the we should certainly i'm sure we'll want to discuss this uh, coronavirus situation in much more detail um but it you know this is I, this is quite a cross-generational thing you notice that the older people are much more respectful of distancing and I don't, I don't know whether it's a, I don't know whether it's a, a function of young people feeling that they are immune or, or, or less susceptible to this uh, disease or not. But they, I mean, the runners particularly. I mean, the runners are a nightmare. I mean, they'll just almost knock you off the pavement. You know, they just don't seem to care. And of course, people who are running, they're puffing, and you know, you, know, you need really more distance from a runner than you do from somebody who's just strolling along yeah I, I i don't know i think that would make for an interesting discussion because i'm not sure if it's just ignorance of younger people or it's just a case of we've been brought up to kind of um just get on with life just get on with it you know if we get sick we get sick if we don't life has to carry on i mean i think it was quite similar for um you know our grandparents when when they were going through the war they didn't stop going out and buying things and getting on with life when bombs are being dropped on their houses they had to just carry on and that's very much the kind of like british ethos i'd say so i think that's an that's an interesting topic in itself um because you know i i, I would say again largely my friends are being very respectful of the rules i don't know a lot of friends that go out running but they certainly wouldn't be putting vulnerable people at risk i mean that's one of the reasons why i I, you know have decided to stay away from my parents like you you and mum because you know i know that i could be in you know asymptomatic and give it to you to you guys um even though that's really hard to do so anyway i i think largely my friends and young people in general are you know sticking to the rules um But I think there's, that's a larger discussion for the no, time. You're right. And, and perhaps we're getting too much into the, the virus because we should actually, 
we should because there's so much to talk about there you know the economic impact of it and all sorts of things so that that i think should be one of the things that we do so we talked about other topics one that you know we i don't not sure that we discussed when we first uh, tried this but uh we'll, i don't think we discussed climate change and i think that that you know I don't know if you know that David Attenborough has done an amazing new film called Life I, on This... I, I do know about it. Yeah, well, Life on This Planet. Apparently it's going to be released later this month. Um, you know, when he talks about, actually, although the coronavirus is... This pandemic is terrible, the climate change thing is by far the biggest emergency that our species faces. And he said an interesting thing. He he, he didn't... I heard him interviewed this morning, that's why I'm saying that. It. He, he he didn't say this is about saving the planet. He said this is about saving the no. human race. Yeah. Because actually the planet will survive. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, things are very finely tuned and, and we have just been sort of burning through resources and just treating the planet, you know, in in this dreadful way. So I think that's something I'd love to, I'd love to get your perspectives on that. Because also, I think I think as a um, extinction rebellion advocate, which I know that you aren't. Well, I'm 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 an advocate in the sense that I agree in a, with a lot of the. Well, actually, we're getting into discussion about it now, aren't we? So we we better just park that because <laughs> <laughs> this is the trouble when we start talking about stuff, we can't stop. I um, want to do an episode on the end of the world. The yeah, well. We should certainly do climate change, and I think the end of the world might be part of a component, <laughs> a part of that. So the other thing, what else did we discuss? About? Uh, antibiotics. We wanted to talk about uh, the effectiveness or ineffectiveness of antibiotics in the current day and age. Uh, I yeah. I pitched the idea of talking about um, fast fashion, uh, which is also something that's a huge contributor to. Um, now you explained to me what that was, and I've already forgotten. What, what is fast fashion? Uh, it's it's where the fashion industry are producing clothing uh, super quickly all the time, lots of it, and this clothing is made out of microplastics, which are then going into the water, which are polluting the oceans and killing um, the uh, the marine um, the marine biology, whatever ecosystem. Um, that's a really really important topic. Uh, you know, like where we're buying our clothing from. And why is it? What? Why, why does it get the label fast? Because it because it's fast paced. It's a fast paced industry. Not unlike how airlines are. You know, like everyone's, you know, get, getting all upset about the fact that um, people like Virgin are asking to be bailed out of loads of money. But mm. actually, it's a fast industry. So, you know, their, their flights are going all the time. Loads and loads of people um, and without the flights going and the people buying tickets and stuff like that, the industry is going to crumble. And I'm not saying that that's a, a, a bad thing. Um, but it's the same with the fashion industry. Like people are buying, buying, buying all the time. They're producing new lines of clothing, but they're producing them cheaply. Uh, people are getting uh, exploited along the chain. You've got children in India making clothing uh, for, you know, 20p a week or whatever. I'm, I'm probably largely exaggerating on the price there. Um, and then there's, you know, uh, the companies are selling it at a much higher ticket price. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so when, you, when, when you talk about, when I hear fast fashion, I, I naturally think about fast food. And of course, that brings us on to one of the other topics that you and I definitely want to get into, which is the growing trend towards veganism. Yeah. And, uh, you know, 
I, th I think we have our own quite different journeys to that. Um, yeah. And I think it would be, because it, it really, it's not all, somebody young like you, it's not all that unusual to find that they find out they're vegan. But someone who turned vegan at the age of 61, as I did, uh, that's a bit more unusual. Um, and uh, oh, excuse me. Bless you. Um, so, you know, I think that I think that would be interesting for people to hit, well hear about. Religion. Uh, we've got to talk about religion. We've definitely got to talk about religion. I think that our views are quite aligned on that. Might alienate some people, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, definitely. I mean, you can't help but do that. But I think that if, you know, you, I, I don't, things can always be discussed in a, in a reasonable way, isn't it? You know, that, that's the, the way we make progress as a species is by being able to talk about things, discuss them, uh, and still be respectful um, in that process. Um, so, yep, religion. And, and another thing uh, that we thought about last time was, the whole idea of a monarchy, whether we need a monarchy. And, and uh, I think, you know, I, that's something that I have views about. I'm, I'm not sure whether you have views about it. I don't think we've ever discussed it, but we can, we can get I into that. I have, uh, I, have, I'm, I have conflicting views about it. Hmm. Which I okay. Know. Well, I, I won't ask you about those now, but I, I really would like to, because I love to hear your perspective on things, and I, I want to hear the sort of younger perspective on everything so we could talk about maybe you said like you suggested last time parenting oh um, yeah I think parenting is a really interesting subject because you know I think when you grow up as a child you you grow up blaming your parents for for all the things that are bad about you or all of your failures and I think it's only when you start to become an adult or start to contemplate parenting yourself or being a parent, you realize that, you know, everyone's just doing the best that they can and that there's no, there's no manual for um, being the perfect parent. And actually I think you can kind of, anyway, I don't want to go into it too much. No, exactly. But I, I think, I mean, you know, well, it's a really interesting topic, especially I think it's been interesting. the point in my life where Tom and I are considering having children now. So. Yeah. So, so, um, you're at that point, and I'm definitely not at that point. <laughs> yeah, and I have two sisters who have children, so and one sister who doesn't. Yeah. So the thing is, you're you're approaching that very exciting time in your life. We're moving into a new phase. One thing I didn't say to you when you when you were asking me about the situation in London, which, as I say, I, what I would say about this pandemic situation is it's really put us off living in London, whereas mm -hmm. we really used to value the London lifestyle. But now, you know, for various reasons, we, we feel it's ready to, we're, we're ready to move, we're accelerate a move into our new phase, which will probably be moving out, will definitely be moving out to the countryside. So that's, um, we can talk about uh, um, those two different stages in our life journey that we're, we're at. And... Uh, yeah, I think that would be interesting. So raising children, we talked about that. You know, there are different ways of doing that now, which are certainly foreign to me. Um, so I'd like to hear your perspective on that. Uh, you got married how long ago now? Um, about a year and a half ago. Yeah, wonderful, beautiful vegan wedding. 
autumnal yeah. vegan wedding. Very, really fantastic memories from that. So maybe we could talk about marriage, actually, because I think that's a, that is a great topic. Yeah, I agree, definitely. Yeah, and we talked about, as you said earlier, we talked about getting some, some guests on from, you know, to, to join in our discussion. So it's not only just the two Tonys, uh, but uh, get some other perspectives as well. Well, we also talked about not doing an awful lot of research. And I think that that's really important because hmm. the intri- with this day and age, it's so easy to pick up an iPhone or your computer and just Google stuff and not really have any sort of general knowledge yourself. And it's quite interesting to have these discussions without the aid of, you know, all of the answers to your questions at your fingertips all the time. And I think it says a lot about um, your, um, I guess, your your own opinions and your own upbringing, your own context. And it would just be interesting to have a conversation that's not kind of um, aided by all who's right and who's wrong and who has the the fact checker and and stuff like that does that make sense it it makes absolute sense and i don't know if you find the same thing that that i do but actually when you talk about things and you're not doing it from a a script or as you say a little immense amount of research just you know you're just using the gray matter in your skull uh as you discuss things you actually find yourself coming to different conclusions It, it sometimes you, you, your thinking actually evolves through the process of dialogue definitely yeah definitely and I think also if you are talking based on research which might not even be good research um you're not always talking from your authentic self it might not really be yeah. how you feel about anything yeah sure so uh, one of the guests that I think I uh, I, th- I know. I know. We talked about last time um, is is potentially getting your your younger sister Mindy on um, in in relation perhaps to the uh, the uh, crisis situation that we're in at the moment because she of course is a wedding photographer and p- people as you say people are being very entrepreneurial at the moment and and we just all have to find a way of surviving, don't we? You know, in, in, in a situation which is very, very challenging. Well, imagine as a wedding photographer, I mean, you know, she obviously weddings are being canceled. It's all over the news. And, uh, you know, she's finding ways, isn't she? Of, of, um, of keeping some revenue coming in. Yeah. She's like pivoting her, um, services to, Yeah to do something online to ensure that she has an income. But you can imagine like as a wedding photographer, that the kind of work that she does is, would be putting lots of vulnerable people at risk. So even if the lockdown softens, she's probably in one of the industries that's it, it's gonna really struggle for a long time, I think. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I, in, my, in my career, although I've never been faced with anything as as dramatic as uh, as huge as this but i've had to sort of reinvent myself a few times and I, you know as you know you're an entrepreneur yourself i mean uh, you have to do that when you in a sort of small business environment you have to, you know you reg- you do from time to time have to sort of reinvent yourself um, and that's what a lot of businesses are doing you know or are trying to do although you know i think that um according to what I heard on the um, Andrew Marr show this morning, uh, was it Andrew Marr? Well, maybe it was the radio, I don't know. But, you know, a lot of businesses, no, it was, I think it was Andrew Marr interviewing someone. A lot of businesses are due to go bust in like the next 
few days. Yeah. They're going to run out of money. Yeah, well, obviously, I work in the live music industry, which is um, in a very, very bad position right now. Yeah. Um, and I'm in sort of like talking on panels and in discussions with lots of other uh, venue operators and owners and stuff like that to decide what it is that we need to do to try and survive this crisis. And nobody has the answer yet. But I think it's going to probably rely largely on um, community help. Yeah, you see this big concert that's being done by the artists from home at the moment, right? It's today, isn't it? It's going out. Yeah, lots of, well, there's lots of live streaming fundraisers happening at the moment. Um, there's a few artists that have kind of been like taking it on themselves to try and save venues, which is amazing. Um, one artist in particular um, ha has raised 10K for three different venues so far, just from live streaming on his phone at home. That's fantastic. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm you know about this Lady Gaga thing though, right? No, uh, no I don't know. Oh, it's huge. It's a huge concert. You can actually live stream. Oh, I do know about it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I do know yeah. about it. I haven't been yeah. following it, but I, I have read something about it, yeah. And what I, what I really liked about it was that I heard today, I, w I wondered how they were funding it. I thought they were going to do pay-per-view. But they're not actually taking money from consumers, as I understand it. They're getting corporate sponsors, um, you know, to, to to pay for it. To well, that's make, great. Make yeah. the donations, which I think is really, really good. Um, but yeah, so I think it'd be fantastic to hear from Mindy. Uh, uh, um, and then there's there's that guy I was thinking about um, at one of Tom's relatives. You'll have to ex tell me because I'm never very good at family trees. But um, Andrew. Andrew Middleton, yeah. Andrew Middleton, he 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 does a good thing, doesn't he? About you know to help older people with you know not not basically getting in their coffin too early. <laughs> it's called I'm not done yet. That um, I'm not done yet. That's it. Thank you. And yeah, so really I think cool. We need uh, to invite him on. He he would be a good wrinkly, wouldn't he? Absolutely. Yeah. So I thought we could do that. So I think are, are we 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 did say that we were going to keep our podcast for thirty minutes, uh, so that we because that's a good time slot, isn't it? Yeah, and we're coming up to that and now. And we're coming up to that now. So in order to just sort of wrap this up, I could could we just sort of reiterate again that we would love to get ideas from people. If you're interested in coming on our podcast and sharing your perspective, get in touch. So how will you be putting this out, Tony? Um, I haven't – well, I'll probably be putting it up on Spotify, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and we'll probably just be linking it from our personal profiles. Yeah, so we'll circulate it. Um, and I know you'll work your magic with your beautiful artwork and do something. What do you call that thing that you put on the front of the tin? <laughs> <laughs> what, logo? Um, okay, <laughs> whatever. But, you know, you're very good at that, and I'm sure you'll do something beautiful. So do please let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, any ideas, if you'd like to be part of this, if you think you can help us get the word out, whatever it is you can do to help us. Uh, we would love that, and we want to we want to make this a big conversation, um, and, and so we want to hear from you. So that said, uh, it's goodbye from Tony and Tony and the other Tony, <laughs> and we'll see you again next time. Thank Bye. you for listening. Bye.